from Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 14. Matthew chapter 4, read verses 1 through 14. The devil has been working for years and years and years. He started back in the Garden of Eden. And he wanted it to destroy mankind because it's God's creation. Anything that's God's creation, the devil wants to destroy. And that's you and I also. Somebody said, well, God's not going to work on, the devil's not going to work on me. He, he'll work on you every day. I've been living for God for over uh, almost 60 years, I believe. And I'll tell you what, he's worked on me every day. Not one day went past. The devil hadn't brought some kind of temptation or something to work on me. But Wallace, he's not let go. He's been right there because he don't want, he don't want me to go to heaven. But see, Jesus does. That's why he paid the price that I might have life and have it more abundantly. So I thank the Lord for that. So I'm going to do my best this morning to teach this lesson that the Lord has given me, and I hope it will be a blessing to you. You know, the devil uses every tactic in his book to try to get trip us up. He does. He wants you to go to hell just as sure as I'm standing here. He does not want you to be saved. Somebody said, well, Brother Willis, I, I don't have to worry about that. Yes, you do have to worry about that because you've got to overcome yourself got to overcome your laziness. You've got to overcome your, your, your uh, dependence on, on flesh. You've got to learn to lean to the Lord. I'm reading from Matthew chapter 4, starting in verse number 1, and it reads like this. Then Jesus was led up in the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of what? The devil. Somebody said, well, God, God's exempt. No, he's not. He's not. Because if the devil can get him to fall, he can get every one of us to fall. If he can drag him off into sin, then he can drag every one of us off in sin. And the pent part about it, he's done a great job when it comes to pulling sinners out because there's more sinners than there is saved. Even though John said, I saw a number that no man can number, there's a whole lot more than that on their way to hell. The Bible said that hell has enlarged itself and that without measure. So we've got to understand that the Lord is leading. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward a hunger. When the tempter came to him and said, Thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he said unto him, If thou be, and I like that, he said, If thou be. He's always questioning God in some way. If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands shall they bear thee up, lest any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, and it is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And again the devil taketh him up into the exceeding high mountain, showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. All the kingdoms of the world and the glory of him. And he said unto him, All these things I will give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. The devil leaveth him, and behold, the angels came and ministered unto him, 
And friend, I'll tell you what, that wasn't the end of the story. It goes on from there. It goes on from there. Would you bow your head with me and let's pray. Master, I thank you, God, right now. I want you to help me deliver this as I felt in my soul. Help me, God, touch my voice, my mind, my heart. Help me, God, glorify and magnify you. I love you, God, for everything that you've done because you're powerful, God, kind, and true. Bless us, Lord, today. Bless this lesson that somebody might be saved in Jesus' name. I love you, God, for all things in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. You would think of all things that the devil would do, you would never think that he would have the spirit enough or power enough to tempt the Lord. But you see, we're God's creation. Every one of us were created in the likeness and image of God. The devil hates that. He hates it because he wants to destroy every one of us. If I were going to title this lesson today, I would title it like this. I want to teach on beware of, of the bait and switch. Beware the bait and switch. What do you mean by that? Well, I hope I can tell you before this lesson is over exactly what I'm talking about. Because the devil is trying to deceive every one of us. There might be people in this building right now that are fighting the powers of hell, but I want you to understand God is right there. To, to, to bait and switch means the devil's trying to fool every one of us. To bait, means, bait and switch means to have a con job. Bunko is what it means. Basically, it means flim-flam, hustle, a racket, a rip-off, a shell game, a swindle. So the devil's trying to do that to every one of us. He wants to destroy every one of us. Bait and switch is used constantly in retail stores. If you've ever worked retail, you have probably seen the situation where they have an ad, and they'll say, we got such and such for so much money, the bargain of a lifetime, and you get there, once you get there, you find out that they don't even have that product on the shelf. They don't have it there. And then they get you there, and they'll talk to you about something else. Well, we don't have that. Well, we got this. We'll make you a bargain on this. That's called baiting switch. It, it, it comes back. And I wondered where that term come from. I've heard that all my life. But I wonder where it come from, but it comes back from the scripture that I've just read. The Bible tells us that the, the Lord had went up in his spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. So the devil was going to use his very best tactics on the Lord, going to use the very best that he had, because he wanted to pull out his big guns to try to deceive the Lord. And so the Lord had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, so the tempter came to him. He knew the Lord was hungry. There was no doubt about it. He knew he was searching for food. He knew that something in his stomach was growling. And said, if thou be who thou say thou art, if you're really who you say you are, he was appealing to his flesh. He said, let these stones be turned into bread. Our flesh gets us in trouble lots of times. So the devil said it worked for somebody else. It worked for Adam and Eve. So let me see if it'll work on the Lord. See if it'll really work. So he appealed to the flesh of God. Because I'm telling you what, he, he did become flesh later on and came to this earth. So he appealed to that said, turn these stones into bread. Turn them into bread if you're really who you say you are. The devil's going to appeal to everything to you. There are people in this building today that the devil's appealed to them to the place. And sad part about it, some of us swallowed him hook, line, and sinker. They said, yeah, I think I'll try that. The Lord told him, listen, he said, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written. 
listen, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. The tempter came. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. But the devil didn't stop there. He's not going to stop, my friend, just, just with the first temptation he gives you. He's not going to do that. After I received the Holy Ghost, I had dreams of vulgar things that, that, I, that I was doing, and, and I'd wake up and, and thank God that I didn't do that. Thank God I didn't go there because I was a sinner when God got a hold of me and changed my life, but it still couldn't forget my past. God did, but I couldn't forget it. And there I was, I'd wake up sweating because I thought I'd done something wrong because I wanted to live right every day. So the devil will work on you in the night, he'll work on you during the day. When he tried to get him to turn the stone into bread, he told him, said, all right, here's what I want you to do. He took him to the holy city, and now he's going to appeal to the pride of the Lord. He put him on the high temple, and he said, listen, he said, listen, why don't you do this? Cast yourself down. Cast yourself down. Why don't you do that? I was reading today, the devil has really messed a lot of people up. I read over 100 people, popular people, people that have become millionaires, have committed suicide here in the United States of America. I'm talking about people that you know them by name, people that you have read about in a newspaper. And they've, they've, they've committed suicide because the devil said, listen, why don't you try this? This will solve your problems. So the devil worked on the Lord said, cast yourself down because you're not going to die. Because he said he'd give his angels charge over thee. Go ahead. Let's dash thy foot against the stone. Go ahead. Listen, folk. I don't know how many times the devil's talked to folks and said, if you'll just commit suicide, you'll end your problems of life. You're not ending them. It's a shortcut to hell. That's not the way to do it. So the devil worked on him not only in his physical, but he worked on him in his spiritual. Cast thyself down. Everything's going to turn out all right. And then he did not stop there, and here's where bait and switch comes in. Here's where the devil began to work on him, and he's working on you today. Because he's telling you in the world out there, there's all kinds of joy and freedom. In the world out there, there's all kinds of fun. In the world out there, there's everything you're looking for. It's all satisfaction. And he told the Lord, said, listen, if you'll fall down and worship me, if you'll worship me, the devil makes promises that he cannot keep. The devil makes promises that will never work out. The devil will tell you, if you'll do thus and so, you're going to be happier. How many folks have tried it and it's not worked out? So he took him to the temple. I rather he said to him, he said, if you'll just fall down and worship me, he showed him all the kingdoms of the world. Well, the Lord knew about them because he created them. He created them. And so the devil said to him, if you'll fall down and worship me, I'll give you this. How many times has the devil come to you and said, listen, if you do this, I'll give you thus and so. Sin's not going to bring you happiness. I don't care what you do. You can lay out a church, you can go wherever you want to, and the devil will tell you, if you'll do this, everything will work out fine. But it won't. Many a men have left their wives and women have left their husbands because the devil said to them, if you just get rid of him and get you another one, everything will be fine. But it is not fine. It's not the way it works out. So the devil pulled the first bait and switch that had ever been before because he came to the Lord and said, listen, if you'll fall down and worship me, here's what I'll give you. Listen, folk, I'm going to tell you something. The market of the world today is saying, here's what we'll give you, but they will not give you what you're looking for. 
You might go and say the devil might tell you a false bill of goods, but it's not going to work out that way. The store will put something on sale, and they'll say, listen, we've got this. You get there. And I've been there. They said, we don't have that today in stock. We're out of stock, or we just sold the last one. And they're baiting you in, and now they're going to try to sell you something. Folks, I'm telling you what, the devil is doing everything he can today to get our world to go to hell. Working on you night and day. Working on you in every way he possibly can. Many of us sometimes have started to church and the devil said, listen, if you'll go this way, you'll be happier than you are right now. I heard a man stand in this church and say, he said, before I received the Holy Ghost, he said, I drove a new car every year. He said, I had a new car all the time. Some of you might remember that man saying that. But he said, now, he said, since I got in church and started paying my tithes, I can't afford a new car. You know what the devil's told him? The devil said, listen, it's better out there living for the me than it is living for the Lord. There's a man here in this town that I'm very good friends with. And matter of fact, he, he died just a few weeks ago. His name was Benny. And Benny got online and he was searching for a new motorcycle. He wanted, he wanted to buy him a new one. So he got online and he found this ad out of California that this man had a motorcycle for sale. It's exactly what he wanted. It had everything on it. I and mean, all the amenities was there. And so Benny got talking to this man, and the man said, listen, here's what I've got. He told him all about it. He sent him pictures of this motorcycle. Benny was so excited. And if I'm not mistaken, Benny went to the bank and got fourteen or $1,500, and he sent that man, sent that man. The man baited him in. said, you send me this, and I'll ship your motorcycle to you. He thought, it's everything that I need. Well, Benny sent his money, and he waited, and he waited, and he waited, but he never did get his motorcycle. When he began to inquire, there's nothing more than a bait-and-switch situation. He ordered put all that money out and never did get anything for it. You're going to put your soul out there, and the devil's going to promise you something, and you're not going to get anything for it, but hell, that's all you're going to get. The devil will tell you, listen, it'll be peace like you've never had before, joy like you've never had before. Love like you've never had before. But that's not true. He's a liar. The Bible said he'd come to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said he's a liar from the very beginning. I was reading a passage of Scripture last night, and it talked about what the devil does. The devil came to deceive you. He said, well, Wilson, I'll never be deceived. I'm smarter than that. There's been people smarter than you fall. You hear what I'm telling you? There have been people smarter than you fall from the presence of the Lord. Really have. So here we find what the Lord, the devil was trying to do. If you could just get the maker to listen to what he said. You know, if you're going to get into this bait and switch situation, let me tell you what to do. Ask for more information. Get down on your knees and ask for more information. Say, listen, should I do this or should I do not do this? Read what you can find. Get in the book. The Bible tells us how we should live and walk and talk. The Bible describes everything about what this devil's trying to do. The writer said, we're not ignorant concerning this devil's devices. We're not ignorant. We've read in the scripture how we should live, how we should walk. If you're going to avoid the bait and switch situation, ask for more information about the deal he's got coming. Ask those folks that have went out and sinned how, they, how happy they are. Ask them. We had a young man in the church in Vivi that, that messed his life up. And a young lady, his wife, did the same thing and said, somebody said, well, you'll be happier if you'll leave him or leave her. Didn't work out that way. 
As a matter of fact, after they left them, then they had to get, leave somebody else because it didn't work out. The devil baited them in. I don't want to live in sin. I don't want to do that. Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees, and he said to them, You're of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him, none, none whatsoever. He speaketh a lie. He speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. That's exactly what he did. Came the Lord and said, Cast yourself down. You'll be taken care of. Here, bow down and worship me, and I'll give you all this. One thing, folks, he can't do that. He might tell you he can, but he can't do that. He might tell you you can live like that and everything will turn out all right, but it will not. How many divorces, how many children have been dissatisfied? Because the devil says, try this drug and it'll make you happy. He might give you a temporary relief. And Moses chose rather to suffer the afflictions of God's people than enjoy the pleasures of sin for what? A season. The devil promised, hey, listen, it'll go on and on and on. It won't because there's going to be a God to face in the end time. And you, my friend, if your heart's not right with God, you're going to face God. I don't care how much fun you think you're having right now because all the devil can give you is temporary things. All the devil can give you is something that satisfy your flesh. He cannot give you anything eternal that will give you hope and strength. He can't do it. There's a list of celebrities, and I talked about this just a moment ago. Over 100 celebrities, I mean top-name rich people, have committed suicide. Famous actors and models and businessmen, business tycoons, artists and singers. The list goes on and on. And from 10 years old up, the devil's told them things, here, this will make you happy, but it'll not make you happy at all. It won't do it. In Revelation 22, verse 1 through 3, and he showed me a pure river of water. That's what I say, get in the book and read. And see what God has in store for you. The devil makes no promises after this life is over. None. He makes none. You'll never read of a promise that the devil made that went beyond this life. You know why? Because he knows it's going to end. When, you lay, when they lay you down in the casket and the, and the, and the mortician gets through with you, you're just, you're, you're just not going to have any promises at all. But the Lord made promises got in the book and began to read about what God's offering you. The Bible said in the book of Revelation 22, 1 through 3, John said, He showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and, 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 and of the Lamb. And the midst of the street of it, on either side, he goes on to say it was a river. There was a tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and she yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the trees were for healing of the nations. There should be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb of God shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. There's not one thing you read in the Word of God where the devil promised you after this life is over. Have you read anything and it said that? No, because he can't do that. He promised the Lord the kingdoms of the world if he had bowed down and worshiped, but, but those kingdoms are going to end because the Bible said heaven and earth is going to melt away with a fervent heat. So he offers absolutely nothing eternal. Sin will give you nothing eternal except hell. That's all it will give you. Sin will do nothing but satisfy your flesh. It will never satisfy your spirit. Sin will do nothing but bring you heartache and sorrow. If you're living in sin, I'm telling you what, you're in for a big surprise. Because, friend, it's not going to go on from here. But if you're living for God, if you're living for God, 
There's a city waiting on the other side. The Bible said it's 1,500 miles square. The streets are made of gold. The walls are made of jasper. The gates are made of pearl. All those things are promised. No more sickness, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more disappointment, no more discouragement. None of that's going to be over there. And that's a promise of God. The bait and switch is going to tell you nothing because it can promise you nothing. The bait and switch is not going to give you anything because there's nothing there for it to give. But Jesus can give you life and give you that life more, more abundantly. He can give you hope and strength if you'll trust and believe in him. He'll give you hope and strength if you'll put your faith and your confidence in him. When I came to God years ago and gave my heart to the Lord, the Lord changed my life. And I've got something to look forward to now. Before, I didn't have anything to look forward to. Before, I had no hope beyond this life. Matter of fact, I didn't even think about it. Until I went to church one night and heard the preacher preach about heaven and hell. And I realized hell had nothing to offer. But I realized heaven had plenty to offer. There's something waiting for me on the other side. When the devil came to the Lord and he said, listen, I'll give you, if you'll bow down and worship me, I'll give you these kingdoms. Every kingdom is going to be destroyed. Everything the devil promised is going to fall apart. Everything the devil said is not going to come to pass. You know why? Because he's a liar. If you're listening to him, you're putting your soul in danger. You're putting your soul in jeopardy. If you don't give your heart to God, my friend, before it's too late, you have absolutely nothing waiting on you but the fires of hell. What are you going to do? Are you going to come to church and just sit, stay home and sit, do nothing because your devil's promised you life and, and down here? You might have life down here, but you're not going to have any life over there. The Apostle Paul, before he was saved, had everything in this life a man could want. He was a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee, very renowned, well, well, well protected by his pharisaical group. But he had nothing after this life is over. But when he got on the road to Damascus and he, and he saw the light and he heard the voice and God began to speak to him, he realized there's something special. The Lord told him to go to a street called Straight and be a man named Ananias. Ananias would tell him what he must do to be saved. Save for what? For the hereafter. Folks, we're coming to an end of life. I'm 77 years old, and I don't know how much more time I've got left. But I know one thing. After this life is over, i got something waiting on me, and I can count on that. Why? Because I've not got caught up in the bait-and-switch situation. I haven't got caught up in what the devil says he can give me, but he can't give me nothing. He can't give me nothing. He might give you a good time for a little while, but that's going to fade away. It might make your flesh feel good for a little while, but it's going to fade away. The drug addict can take the drugs, and they're high for a while, and then they come back down. The alcohol can make a man drunk, and he can forget his problems of life. In a little while, he comes back down and has nothing after that but heartache and sorrow. What are you looking for? Are you looking to be saved, or are you looking just to go ahead and live your life in the promises of the devil? Because the promises of the devil are nothing but lies that he spewed out there. That he told you what you can have. Told you how happy you can be. Told you how much joy you can have in your life. Told you, Ben, you might have it for a little while, but it's just for a season. A season. It's like summer. Summer's for a season. Fall's for a season. Winter's for a season. Listen, it's just for a season. Spring is for a season. It just lasts a little while. And the joys of this life can last just a little while because the devil promised you he'll give you a little bit. But that's all he can give you. God can give you a whole lot more. 
furniture store downtown might put a couch on sale and think, that's just what I want. You get there, and it's not there. Not there. And they bait you in, and they'll try to sell you something inferior or something more expensive. I asked a girl the other day, I went to a store, and she said, she said something. She said, no, we don't have that, but we got this. I said, are you trying to upsell me? Is that what you're trying to do, upsell me? You want to make more money? I said, I come in here after the product that you advertise. And now you're here, you're trying to upsell me. The devil's not trying to upsell you. He's trying to downsell you. He wants you to buy something that has no lifetime to it, something to not last. And everything in this life is just temporary. You know that, and I know that. What the devil promised you will not go on and on, but it's going to fail. Everyone in the Word of God that bought into his products been disappointed. Everyone in the world that went out and sinned, my friend, is disappointed. Judas, the devil promised him, just get you some little money. Here, that money will make you happy. For 30 pieces of silver, he sold the Lord. For 30 pieces of silver, the joy didn't last. Finally, he wound up hanging himself. He's like those hundred celebrities that I read about. Rich people, people that have done well in this life, but they didn't prepare for the life to come. He's coming back after a church that's made itself ready, that's looking to the future, not looking to the past, not looking to the present, but looking to the future. Our future rests in Jesus Christ. He's the author and the finisher of our faith, but that faith is not finished until we get to the other side. These, these people that are telling you, promising you everything, giving you nothing, you know, that, 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 that man might come around and say, listen, if you'll marry me, I'll make you rich, I'll do it. Remember, he's who his father is. If he's not a saved man, he's telling you a lie. Not going to work. But Christ is the answer. He's the answer of hope. I thought about this as I was studying on, on, on Saturday, and, and I, I hope I'm being clear about what I was talking about. But I thought, you know, so many people have been deceived by the powers of hell. So many people have tripped over their own promises and have not, have not made it to the other side. But I want to be saved. When I was growing up, we had a boy that came to our church. His name was Bob Escadero. Bob Escadero was, was uh, filled with the Holy Ghost. He was living a good life. Matter of fact, he was a youth leader in our church, I believe, Sister Willis, when we were growing up. But the devil got working on him and promised Bob if he would leave the church that everything would turn out much better for him. Bob did. He left the church. Probably you remember Bob Escudero, Bob. I don't know if you remember him or not. Nice-looking boy. And he got then, so he, 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 he left the church, but something went awry. The lies the devil told him did not pan out. He walked out into his garage and dug down into to a, a chest that his dad had out there and found an old police revolver. And while Bob Escudero was thinking about what the devil promised him and it never worked out, well, his sister came out, and she walked in the garage, and she saw Bob put that gun to his head and blow his brains out right in front of his sister. Why? Because the devil had baited and switched him. The devil had told him, well, Bob, if you'll do this, everything will work out better. Friend, it's not going to work out better. There's absolutely nothing the devil promised you that's going to come to pass except hell itself. Somebody said, well, will he tell you the lie? He was not going to tell you the truth, that's for sure. Because the Bible said the truth's not in him. It's not in him. 
So you folks that are not saved today in this building, you need to realize what you're, what you're leaning on is something that's a lie. What you're leaning on and what you're looking at is something that's not true. The devil tells you you don't need to go to church, you'll be happy. He's telling you a lie. The devil tells you you don't need to be faithful to God, you'll make it okay. That's a lie. You won't be okay. Because there's going to be a time we're going to stand before God. And we're going to be judged according to what's been done in our life. Are we living right? Are we walking right? Are we doing right? If we are, then we don't have have to worry. But if you're depending on the lies of hell, my friend, you're not going to make it. Christ is the answer. The only one we can depend on. So I want you to think about this this morning. I thought, I hope there's folks there today that need the Lord because the devil's just got you deceived. Got you deceived. Just being good isn't good enough. Being a good husband or good wife is not good enough. You've got to be born again. You've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Your life's got to change. Don't let the liar of this world convince you that you can do things and turn out all right. Like I said, I'm going to die one of these days, and you're going to die. You're not going to escape hell if your heart's not right. You're going to stand before him and hear him say, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. We'll turn the service back over to the hands of our pastor. We are, we, are, we are being gullible, folks, if we listen to what the devil's got to say. Don't do it. Don't do it.